It's February 6th, and this is Human 2.0, exploring the next phase of human evolution, brought to you by ZBiotics. I'm Stephen Lamb. Back in December, we talked about two companies built on do-it-yourself gene therapy. They're selling kits that let people actively try to genetically engineer the DNA of their own living cells. Well, this month, we saw another example of these extreme biohackers in action. Two days ago, on stage at a body hacking conference in Austin, Texas, a man dropped his pants and injected himself in the thigh with an experimental therapy designed to cure herpes. The whole thing was broadcast as it happened on Facebook Live. That man was Aaron Trawick, the CEO of a company called Ascendance Biomedical. Today we're going to talk about people like Trawick, the world's frontiersman in DIY genetic engineering. Who are these people? What are their companies? Why are they doing what they're doing? And is this even legal? We'll have a discussion with Zach Abbott and Q, a listener who called in last month with some great questions about DIY gene therapy. Finally, we'll circle back to the events of the last two days and ask, is this the right way to do it? The world is now a place where you can buy a genetic engineering kit online and start editing DNA with absolutely no understanding or experience related to genetics. It's an incredible step in the progression of human capability. Exciting, yes, but awesome and terrifying as well. So let's dive in. It's December 4th. This is Human 2.0, exploring the next phase of human evolution, brought to you by ZBiotics. I'm Stephen Lamb. When we think about genetic engineering, it's often with the idea that genetic engineers are altering the DNA of something else. That could be a microorganism, an animal, a plant, or increasingly now, other people. But there's another type of genetic engineer out there, and that is the engineer who's manipulating his or her own DNA. There's an increasing number of people out there who are attempting to genetically modify themselves using do-it-yourself gene therapy. That means editing the DNA of your own living cells. Now, while some folks uh, are microbiologists who have built their own gene therapies from the ground up, Most of the people doing this are trying to edit their own DNA using off-the-shelf kits sold by actual companies, two companies in particular. These are the Odin and Ascendance Biomedical. The Odin is the brainchild of Josiah Zayner, a biophysicist who gives new meaning to the term biohacker. Josiah has been conducting biological experiments on himself for years. He's given himself a full microbiome transplant, and shot himself up with homegrown therapies designed to build muscle mass. Josiah's eccentric, but he's no slouch. He earned a PhD in biophysics from the University of Chicago and has worked with NASA's synthetic biology program on a project exploring the terraforming of the planet Mars. Josiah started the Odin with an Indiegogo crowdfunding campaign and now sells DIY kits that allow people to edit bacterial DNA and provide the tools for editing their own. The other company making this technology accessible is Ascendance Biomedical. These folks are a bit different. Ascendance self-describes as a decentralized autonomous organization. If that sounds familiar, it's because the same underlying principle of distributed accountability is behind blockchain-enabled technology like Bitcoin and Ethereum. Ascendance itself is hubbed on Ethereum. Ascendance's mission appears to be revolutionizing drug development. They're providing untested gene therapies to individuals who want to attempt novel and untested therapies on themselves. The therapy that's garnered the most attention 
is an anti-HIV therapy, which a sentence recently delivered to a volunteer to inject himself with. The goal of their model is to speed up and democratize drug development, and there's a waiting list of people looking to get on board. Now, of course, you can imagine that these types of activities raise a host of issues. There's the ethical issues, which we'll talk about at length in another episode. Then there are the legal issues. The jury's still out on whether DIY engineers who self-administer their own therapies are doing anything illegal here. But what about the companies who sell them those kits? Well, just last month, the FDA released a statement. Referring to gene therapy kits, the agency said, quote, The sale of these products is against the law. FDA is concerned about the safety risks involved, unquote. Now, that's pretty harsh in FDA speak. But does that mean that the kit selling has stopped? Well, not yet. The FDA hasn't brought any enforcement action, and the kits are still for sale. So we'll have to see. There's a lot to get through here. Should people be allowed to edit their own genes? Should companies be allowed to enable that editing? Is it different when it's to increase the size of your arm muscles versus combating HIV? Call in. Let us know what you think. This is Human 2.0. Thanks for listening. Now, we have received a call-in on this exact point. This one comes from Q, a guy with great question and an amazing appreciation for how mind-blowing this science really is. Here's Q. I have many questions before I even give an answer to this because I'm super confused at how someone can edit their own DNA. I feel like that is like breakthrough science that is like hundreds of years in the future so and when you say edit you mean edit in the sense that my kids will have bigger arm muscles or won't have hiv or this editing of um, genes um dna can actually work on the person editing them Uh, i need to know that number one number two um this is absolutely nuts i can't believe i haven't known about it and is this like in the black market like can you only buy this stuff online i know you said it wasn't a gofundme but this is super super interesting i am so happy that you brought this up like now i'm going to actually go do some research this is real well q i couldn't agree more this stuff is indeed mind-blowing but it's fast becoming reality We've long had the technology to edit the DNA of living cells, but now people are trying to edit the DNA of their own cells in real time while those cells are still in our bodies. This isn't DNA that gets transferred to your kids. This is DNA that your cells are using to go about their business today. So at this point, I've got to bring in Zach uh, Zach Abbott, our resident PhD who's highly experienced at manipulating DNA himself. Zach, how can we engineer our own DNA? Basically, the theory is if you inject these products into your arm, they contain a new technology called CRISPR-Cas9 that actually changes the DNA of the cells in your arm. The technology works in a way that is analogous to the find and replace function in a Word document. Essentially, the CRISPR acts as a find to target a specific part of your DNA, and then the Cas9 acts as a replace to change that specific target. So for instance, it has been shown in animals that if you disrupt certain parts of the DNA that are responsible for myostatin production, those animals put on significantly more muscle mass. In addition, myostatin levels have been, uh, in human blood have been shown to be inversely correlated with, the muscle, with muscle mass and strength, i.e. the more myostatin you have, the weaker you are. So the hypothesis is that if you're able to disrupt your muscle cell's ability to express myostatin by altering your DNA, you could reduce your myostatin levels and thus increase your muscle mass.
This is an example of a somatic cell mutation, meaning the modifications are made to the cells in your body that make up who you are. Somatic cells are distinct from another type of cells called germline cells, which are the ones you're, you use to pass on your DNA to your offspring. So currently, germline cells are not the target of these therapies. So in theory, these modifications will not be passed, off, passed on to your offspring. Now, on to Q's second question, is this black market stuff? Well, Ascendance Biomedical, the company putting out an HIV-targeted gene therapy, makes it tough to get the therapies they're providing. There's a wait list, and from what I can tell, it's pretty extensive. And there's some form of vetting process. On the other hand, the ODIN, the company putting out the myostatin treatment, is very much not the black market. Right now, if you go to www.the-odin.com, you can buy a genetic engineering home lab kit and a human myostatin-targeting knockout CRISPR-Cas9 plasmid. Theoretically, with those tools, you could build muscle-building gene therapy that would change the DNA, DNA of the muscle that you injected and cause that muscle to grow. They also accept PayPal. Now, Zach, there's a whole other question of whether what you buy on these sites is going to translate into a successful gene therapy, correct? Absolutely. While gene therapy and real-time genetic modifications are exciting and attractive in theory, it remains to be seen if they are safe and or effective. In the United States, the FDA tightly regulates any therapy that is brought to market. This is generally regarded as a good thing because the FDA requires strict and careful testing of any product before it is available to the mass public. There are countless thousands of proposed therapies that seem good in theory, but then were found to be either not effective or worse, extremely dangerous. As these, as these uh, CRISPR-Cas9 related gene therapies have yet to go through any significant human clinical testing, it is impossible to know if they will be safe or effective. They could be great. They could also easily not work at all or be highly toxic. For instance, it is possible that by removing a negative regular, regulator of cellular growth, such as myostatin, one could be at higher risk for cancer. Or in the case of HIV, it is possible that altering your DNA could cause the HIV to mutate in a way that makes it even more deadly. It's also possible that it will work beautifully. The point is, it hasn't been tested, so we just don't know. And it's impossible to predict how something so complex will behave in our bodies. Yep, so there are a lot of unknowns here. FDA may be starting to come down, but we're not sure. We'll have to wait and see. But it's fascinating. And as the cost of bioengineering continues to come down, DIY kits and homegrown genetic engineering are certainly going to become more common. This is Human 2.0. Thanks for listening. Since Zach and my conversation... We've seen the stakes get raised in the latest news, the public injection of herpes-targeting gene therapy this month by the CEO of Ascendance Biomedical. What Aaron Trawick did this month was a stunt. Nobody expects it to work, and a number of researchers have expressed concerns about the treatment's safety. In the era we live in, though, Trawick's self-injection was sure to get clicks. The headline is really too good to pass up. BuzzFeed's headline, for instance, reads, this biohacker just injected himself with a DIY herpes treatment. Who can't click on that? And that's precisely the point. When asked the reason for the stunt, Trawick's primary reason was press and politicization. He put it this way, quote, These therapies that we're developing have the potential to allow individuals without the requirement of a clinician or without the healthcare industry to be able to self-design and self-administer treatments. I absolutely see gene therapy as political. End quote. 
Ascendance's whole unorthodox approach is predicated on upending the traditional model for drug development and bringing life-saving therapies to market faster. Bringing actual drugs to market quicker is an admirable goal, surely, especially for incurable conditions like HIV. But we have to ask ourselves the question, is Aaron Trawick's method really the way to do it? He's conspicuously breaking the law, grandstanding like a showman hawking a cure-all at a carnival, getting people's hopes up with promised cures to life-threatening illnesses, cures that likely don't yet exist. Here's a guy with an interdisciplinary degree in sociology, philosophy, and environmental studies. He's built a hacker-themed, blockchain-inspired DAO approach to drug development that feels like it was designed to excite body hackers more than to solve actual problems. We have no indication yet that there's any real science behind his work. One of the strongest denunciations of Trawick's strategy comes from Josiah Zayner, Trawick's biohacker CEO counterpart at the Odin. Remember, Josiah injected himself with a CRISPR-based gene therapy last year intended to boost muscle growth. Since that event, and since the FDA has sharpened scrutiny on this kind of activity, Zayner has said he now regrets his own gene therapy demonstration. Now, in response to Trawick's stunt, Zayner says, quote, The idea that any scientist, biohacker or not, has created a cure for a disease with no testing and no data is more ridiculous than believing jet fuel melts steel beams. Now, I won't comment on the applicability of Zayner's simile there because I'm not sure how many people think jet fuel melts steel beams, but where does that leave us? The FDA, of course, will weigh in. That much is sure. And if any of these therapies turn out to work, well, a number of people will eat their hats. Yours truly first among them. The goals of GIY, DIY gene therapists, should they be in earnest, are ones we can all support. Democratized access to therapy, faster development of new drugs, novel approaches to intractable problems. Let's just make sure that the blind pursuit of these admirable goals doesn't come at the expense of other things we care about. Let's make sure it's not a flash in the plan pan for publicity. And let's make sure that we don't stop working on the hard solutions to these hard problems. The deliberate, painstaking work that undermines all humankind's greatest advancements. This is Human 2.0. Thanks for listening.